Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the February 22nd episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 369 to 373 of the Catechism. 3. Male and female he created them. Equality and difference willed by God. 369. Man and woman have been created, which is to say willed by God on the one hand in perfect equality as human persons, on the other in their respective beings as man and woman. Being man or being woman is a reality which is good and willed by God. Man and woman possess an inalienable inalienable dignity which comes to them immediately from God, their creator. Man and woman are both with one and the same dignity in the image of God. In their being man and being woman, they reflect the Creator's wisdom and goodness. 370. In no way is God in man's image. He is neither man nor woman. God is pure spirit, in which there is no place for the difference between the sexes. But the respective perfections of man and woman reflect something of the infinite perfection of God, those of a mother and those of a father and a husband, each for the other, a unity in two. Paragraph 371. God created man and woman together and willed them each for the other. The word of God gives us to understand this through various features of the sacred text. It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. None of the animals can be man's partner. The woman God fashions from from man's rib and brings to him, elicits on the man's part, a cry of wonder, an exclamation of love and communion. This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Man discovers woman as another, I sharing the same humanity. 372. Man and woman were made for each other. Not that God left them half made and incomplete. He created them to be a communion of persons in which each can be helpmate to the other. For they are equal as persons, bone of my bones, and complementary as masculine and feminine. In marriage, God unites them in such a way that by forming one flesh, they can transmit human life. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. By transmitting human life to their descendants, man and woman as spouses and parents cooperate in a unique way in the Creator's work. 373. In God's plan, man and woman have the vocation of subduing subduing the earth as stewards of God. This sovereignty is not to be an arbitrary and destructive domination. God calls man and woman made in the image of the Creator, who loves everything that exists, to share in his providence towards other creatures, hence their responsibility for the world God has entrusted to them. Okay, very good. Today we're dealing with this um, aspect of humanity, that the human person, that when God created man, he created man male and female. And this complementarity that is there, again, it's something that is often misunderstood, 
Unfortunately, after sin, we'll be dealing in a few days, we'll be dealing next week probably with the topic of sin and original sin. But here to say that because of sin, there can be some confusion between men and women. There can be a rivalry that shouldn't be there. There shouldn't in Christianity be a rivalry between men and women, but there should be a complementarity that both reflect God's image. Both man in his masculinity and woman in her femininity. And both these together, in a sense, are inc- deliberately incomplete. That it is that man and woman are incomplete not as a fault, not as uh, something that's wrong, a mistake, but they're incomplete so that by coming together, they can become complete. That again, it's this dimension of communion. In a sense that there is a spousal, there is a nuptial, there is a matrimonial dimension to the human person. That this figure of man and woman together in Christian marriage is the apex of creation. Now it's true, obviously, that not every man and not every woman will be married and that unfortunately not every marriage will be perfect. Indeed, not every relationship will continue. But nonetheless, in the plan of God, this is the most important aspect of his creation, that man and woman can be together. And for this we have especially the magisterium of Pope St. John Paul II on the theology of the body that's fantastic on this nuptial meaning of creation, on the fact that we that man and woman are created for this communion. That, and so again, this theme of communion comes out again and again in the Catechism, and it is written into our DNA, this need for communion, that we need communion and that we are to search for communion in order to find fulfillment. And then again, it speaks a little bit again about this a uh, fact that creation is under man, that man and woman are placed over creation, that, we're crea- that, they were, that we were created to take care of the earth, also to subdue it, and to care for the earth. And I think sometimes today there can be an exaggerated appreciation of ecology. Ecology is fine, and, and really the church has spoken about ecology for many, many years, and the need to take care of the planet, the need to take care especially of the other human people that we discover, that all of mankind needs to be taken care of, but also in this care for the planet, in this care for the environment, we need to see that not everything is the same, that the human person is more important. And again, if we have to choose between saving a person and saving an animal or saving a plant or saving a mountain, that the person takes priority that the person is at the, the summit, the apex of creation, and that we are called to take care of everything, but that ultimately ourselves are the most important things that we're invited to care for. So tomorrow we're going to continue, and tomorrow we'll look at numbers 374 to 379 of the Catechism. God bless.